the G1 Climax. On the grounds that whilst I was trying to watch yesterday's show, the internet died. Not specifically anything but Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp. But apparently whilst everyone in my local area was trying to check their WhatsApp to make sure it was working and everything else, they just chewed up all the bandwidth and I couldn't actually get New Japan to work. So I watched the first match and that was it. But the first match was pretty interesting. Um, Chase Owens, you know him. Yeah, him. Oh, we've had some issues with him this year. Defeated the IWGP US Heavyweight Champion, Hiroshi Tanahashi. And didn't just beat him, he hammered him in 10 minutes and 58 seconds. This wasn't a win, this was emphatic. Um, Chase apparently had been coached by Jay White over the weekend. Jay had given him some advice and there was a ton of Jay White stuff in that match. And um, Chase beat Tanahashi. And it's been a bit of a talk of the internet. But in the reality, this is kind of traditional New Japan booking all over. The G1 Climax is often given a chance for younger wrestlers or less well-known wrestlers or lower down the card wrestlers. Opportunities to have big wins. Yoshihashi, I think, beat Evil last year was a good example. But this one is important because Chase Owens is one of the people that's got so much criticism since speaking out. And Tanahashi is the beloved, um, pure wrestler that is the ace. So that's what makes this one stand out so much. Um, I mean, you can go back in time. Mike Enos, the, of the Beverly Brothers, once beat Keiji Muto in a G1 Climax tournament. Um, so I think, or a tournament match, or whatever the tournament was that year before the G1 existed. The World League of Power, or whatever they called it. So, yeah, this was the interesting thing. And, uh, of course, there was instant death to New Japan Pro Wrestling declared afterwards, which is quite funny, because I don't think it's going to end New Japan Pro Wrestling. But it does set up a match with Chase Owens with Roshi Tanahashi, which brings its own problems, because Chase Owens isn't particularly popular with Western fans at the moment. But there you go. Hey-ho. We used to be big fans of him as like a professional wrestler, as a, as a competent professional. He's actually pretty good. The issue we had with him, his personal life, as we once again have that same issue. And this is the thing that kind of annoys us about New Japan at the moment. But there you go. That's the thing. So we move on to the second match, which was Evil versus Tamatonga. Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. This was also interesting from a different perspective. Um, Evil promised to have a clean match, and he did not. Um, he's gone up to 8 points Tamatonga's stuck on 2 13 minutes and 47 seconds perfectly watchable for what it was except for the finish which was a blackout when Show turned all the laps out and Evil beat Tamatonga Tamatonga was like they, they've got Big Dick um, Big Dick Dudley <laughs> Dick Togo covered because I, I get stuck in the head of Big Dick Army sorry uh, Dick Togo covered uh, with Jado, and then Show turned the lights out. The referee got taken down, and Evil beat Tamatonga, despite the fact he had everything covered. So it wasn't particularly interesting, and it was a standard Evil match, which was I was hoping for a bit more than this, as it was Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. And that's he's done that to Chase, and he's done it to Tamatonga, which, with Chase's star rising and Tamatonga being frustrated with his lack of forward progress. And of course, Evil being part of the House of Torture, I wonder if we will see a breakaway of that faction from Bullet Club. It's not against the possibilities or realms of existence, but here we are. But Evil will continue to be boring for the foreseeable future. Next up was Tai Chi versus Jeff Cobb. This was a barnstormer. This was excellent. 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Jeff Cobb wins with Tour of the Islands. Um, <clears throat> it's been the story of Jeff Cobb. He just monsters people in this tournament. He's the, the happy-go-lucky Jeff Cobb is no longer there. It's the mercenary Jeff Cobb that you have to watch out for. He's the dangerous one. 
And Tai Chi is obviously dangerous, dangerous tea. And, you know, he Tai Chi's gone out of his way to kind of like put himself in danger in this tournament to try and win matches, which isn't his usual style. It didn't used to be. But Cobb's just too much all the time. Uh, Ten points. One more win to kind of guarantee him to get there or thereabouts. Two more wins rounds out his uh, his tournament. You know, you have... Uh, eight matches in the G1, ten group, ten, nine matches in the G1 because you've got to wrestle nine different people. He's got four matches left and he's pretty much halfway through there to qualify for the tournament. Tai Chi, a bit more of a mixed bag. Two wins, three losses. He's on four points. He's got to gain some forward momentum. He's got some winnable matches to come, but he isn't going to win this tournament. Chase is still in there, believe it or not, on two points uh, because um, he has <laughs> um, he hasn't faced a card yet. And like the odds of Chase Owen beating Tanahashi Nakada in the same tournament are slim, let's be honest. But because he hasn't, he's still actually in the hunt. Jeff Cobb's still favourite, so is Okada. But Taichi is gone. So, um, yeah, that's a bit of a surprise. Speaking of gone, Hiroki Goto got his one win uh, of this tournament so far over another guy who only has one win. He beat Yoshihashi with a GTR in 16 minutes and 57 seconds. Of the match of the night. This was a blinder. Up until the final match. This was absolutely epic. Watching these two wrestle each other. I'd watch them wrestle all day. It started off slow enough. But they built to such a crescendo. With their finishes. And the level of violence. They were willing to bring against each other. For tag team partners. Bear in mind. They are tag team partners. And it was just outstanding. It was just a thing of beauty. To watch these two go. I Yoshihashi has probably impressed me more than anyone else in this tournament. And generally speaking, people are saying he's a, a back to being a G1 automatic just because even though he doesn't win, he puts in great performances. And Goto's kind of slipped down the totem pole, but he's kind of reasserted himself here. He still actually is that good. The thing is, they've got to rotate things around, and Goto last won this tournament in 2008, and that was 13 years ago. And he's 42. So you kind of got to think about what's going to happen here. But there we are. Anyway, Yoshihashi win, loses... But Goto takes a win, and they both are off the starting blocks. And then we get to the main event of the evening, which is Kazuchika Okada versus Sonata. Now, I must admit, <clears throat> I didn't think this was going to be that good. <laughs> and I have to apologise to both men who were involved, because this was exactly that good. This might have been the match of the tournament so far. Sonata versus uh, Okada always brings out the best in both of them. This went 29 minutes and 14 seconds. They nearly got their record for longest match ever with a decision. But this time it goes back to Okada again. And again, it, it started off slow. Okada's back to being a rainmaker. So that means painfully slow starts and real big psychological storytelling in the opening 10 minutes until the crescendo builds. The thing is, the crescendo of this match was about 15 minutes long. <laughs> so Okada versus Sonata was just like, back and forth and false finishes and finishes and false finishes and Sonada did his knee in in the final run in and he couldn't get off his moves and he missed the moonsault and then Okada tries to get the Rainmaker but he can't get it and it's back and forth and I think it may be the best match these two have had and it's in Kurikan Hall and they love Sonada in Kurikan Hall and they love Chaos in Kurikan Hall so Okada automatically had you know, following there but they went back and forth for so long it was superb it was sublime it was perfect wrestling and it, overall in the end this particular night of wrestling it turned out to be exceptional it was very very good i just had to watch it in bits because of facebook imploding 
but there you are. Thoroughly enjoyable night of wrestling. Uh, you have to watch Okada versus Sonada. You have to watch Goto versus um, uh, Hiroki Goto versus Yoshihashi. You probably should watch Chase Owens versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for just historic importance because Tanahashi isn't supposed to lose matches like this. And it's intriguing as the way that they're actually trying to book things at the moment. But yes, overall, a good night of wrestling. Uh, what are we coming up to next? What's the schedule? So tomorrow, this Thursday night, um, is the next match. Now, whether I'll get to watch everything is a different matter entirely. Let's have a look at you. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of watching this whilst I'm wandering around Scunthorpe. <laughs> so, uh, Ryuki Awaya is going to wrestle El Desperado in the opening. Hiromu Takahashi is going to wrestle Kenta in the special single match to do the to cover the fact that, obviously, Naito can't wrestle and give Kenta a match. Kotribushi versus Tangaloa. That should be pretty interesting, actually. I, I think Tangaloa could go with Kotribushi. I think that could be really interesting. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Yujiro Takahashi won't take very long. <laughs> That's as simple as that. Neither will Toriyano versus Shingo Takagi. And I quite imagine Toriyano having a world championship shot by the end of this tournament. And the main event is Tomohiro Ishii versus the Great Okan, which should be outstanding. That should be a belter. So you've got that to look forward to on Thursday. Whether I actually get it all done on Thursday is a different matter because of pressures I have going on at home. But I will absolutely do my level best to get everything watched. Friday is October the 8th. Yes, we should have everything watched on that day. And then Saturday, October the 9th. Yeah, we should have everything watched by then. Uh, it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, we should have at least three shows for you this weekend. And hopefully, you will enjoy your wrestling in the G1 Climax. Thank you very much for listening today. My name's Jim Shubin. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find me... Um, the fun show at Troopany Show on Twitter and you can find us on Facebook when it works um, at the Troopany Show as well as Patreon where you can keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone in the meantime hope you have a good week um, I'll speak to you on Thursday probably after I've watched the G1 and we'll have a show then in the meantime take care and we'll speak to you soon bye bye